Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MoPod, brought to you by MoDate, where we discuss all things modern orthodoxy from dating to the Upper West Side and everything in between. I'm your host, Evan Harris, and we have a great guest for you today. Let's get to it. Today, we're sitting down with Master Plumber, former backup goalie of the Hafter Hawks, Josh Markowitz. How are you, Josh? Hey, Evan. All is well. Thank God. Can't complain. So, Josh, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast and just want to tell the people more about your background, where you're from, what do you do? So, originally from Staten Island. A lot of people don't know that from me. Uh, left there when I was two years old. Uh, moved to Wimmere, grew up there, went to Hafter my whole life. Uh, made some uh, remarkable friends over there. Uh, ended up in Reshit, then uh, YU, and now I live on the Upper West Side. Okay, it's good background. And what do you do for a living? I'm a plumber. Are you a master plumber or, or not? No, right now I am an apprentice and it takes seven years to become a master plumber. Do you have a LinkedIn account? I do, but I don't really use it. Okay, all right, good to know. And how, how did you decide to become a plumber? Uh, my father is a plumber for over 40 years now. Uh, he has his own company called Metropolitan Plumbing and Heating Corporation. And I love it. And I didn't want to do anything else. So I okay. decided to become a plumber. All right. So we'll dive into that a little bit later and the tax implications of that. And so how long have you been living on the Upper West for? And how long have you been married? I've been living on the Upper West since... 2019 so about three years now i've been married for almost two um it's great i love it up here i was here for one year when i was uh dating my wife uh at the time it was girlfriend but it was amazing and then COVID happened and i moved back home okay so a very common question people get asked when they first get married is how's married life Right. You probably got that a bunch last year. Yeah. yeah. If I had a nickel for every time someone asked me how's married life, I would I would have a lot of money. I mean, if a nickel, I feel like you probably wouldn't have that much money. Not that much, but for a nickel, it's a lot. <laughs> okay. And so this episode's really gonna dive into how is married life. So how long did you go out with SD4? I went out with SD, just for clarification, SD is my wife. Uh, I went out with her for about a year. Okay. And we want to discuss the key differences between having a serious girlfriend and having a wife. So you would say, how long were you dating? Seriously, would you say? Right away, really. Okay. So what, what in your mind are some of the key differences that you did not expect compared to when you were dating? to now you know it's a lot you know being married it's it's not as simple as people you know think it but if you are ready you are ready to be married and you just need to find that right person to uh that fits you and that you know you two could essentially like conquer the world together and as soon as you know that you know that's when you know but what are like some practical differences like just in the day-to-day just into the day to day. I mean, you're living with someone, you know, it's, uh, 
either I wait for Essie to come home or she waits for me. And it's just that excitement that you get knowing that, you know, she's going to be home when I'm there, you know, otherwise if we were just dating, I would just go back to my apartment and that'll be it. You know, it's, it's tough to see, you know, what to do at night when, you know, she lived in Brooklyn. So we would always have to schedule something out. Is she the best roommate you've ever had? She is. Yes. Okay. Just, uh, some some others might not like that. Uh, yeah, might not Major, like that, but it is what it is. Major shots to perhaps some of our listeners. I think Max Cohen is a loyal listener of the Mopod, so I think <laughs> he might be disappointed by that. And so, you got married when you were twenty twenty three. Okay, and so I'm wondering, do you feel like you got married young, or do you feel like you were ready? And there's no such thing as getting married at a certain age. Like it doesn't really matter. It's all just about readiness or what are your thoughts on that so originally i planned on getting married like in my head like everyone has that certain age where they want to get married at and that age for me was 25 i don't know why 25 it just happened to be like that and i actually told that to sd one of the first nights that you know we uh like when we first met up that i want to get married at 25 and she said okay like we'll see and, you know, as time went on, I just, I just realized, you know, I don't want to wait any longer. You know, I wanted to be married to her. And that, that 25 just turned into like right now, you know, it just felt right. And we were both ready and we took the jump. Okay. So how did you determine that you were ready? How did I determine, you know, um, it's a great question. Thank you. It's a great question. How did I determine that I was ready? Well, you know, I spoke to my parents, obviously parents have a big key in your life. If you're, if you're able to, and I spoke to them. And I was already working for about a year, about a year and a half. And I just decided that it was the right time, really. There was like no like way to like really define it that we were ready. It was just, I don't think that anybody's ready to be married like right now. You know, if you're dating a girl for, for over a year, you want to say, that you're necessarily ready. Or if you, even if you're dating for three years, you want to say that you're necessarily ready. It just, it just happens when you both know, you know, that, that you don't want to spend time apart away from each other. That's really the way to, to figure it out. And that's sounds what we came to. Sounds like you're getting some very important texts over there. Let me know if you want to end the episode early. No, I'm okay. I'm going to put on mute right now. Okay, that's that's very much appreciated. So more on just married life in general. So you're living on the Upper West with SD, but would you say that most of your friends that you hang out with now are married couples? Like how, how did that shift happen? So <clears throat> I was actually one of the first in my friend group, um, you know, even from high school, to, to college friend groups 
uh when you say married. when you say my friend group who are you referring to do you want me to say the accents i'll say the accents. no i want i want to know what you think in your heart who who you're referring to yeah my high school friends that i am friends with now still friends with now are the accepts and then i have my uh my college friends and people who i met over the years after that okay so you were one of the first yes continue so I was one of the first, you know, for, for both. And, you know, we didn't really mind hanging out with like single people. We're both like very chilled out uh, uh, individuals that we can just hang around, uh, around anybody. And, you know, as time went on, like people started getting girlfriends and getting boyfriends and we just adapted and we, uh, you know, started hanging out with couples, you know, I'm not saying like even to now, you know, we only hang out with couples because we still have friends that are still single. So, so we do both. Okay. So, so far I'm hearing married life is pretty similar, but the biggest difference you would say is living together. And yes, are there any other key differences that, that you can see between when you were dating and now that you're married? And key differences, you know, you, you, you get to know a lot about the person when you're living with them, you know, opposed uh, to dating, you know, because it, they're not spending the nights with you unless they are, you know, but you see like how they, they go around with stuff, you know, living in your own apartment. There's different things. You want to name you want to name some of those things. I mean, there's just like, you know, how how a person reacts to, you know, let's say there's a spill on the floor, and you know the dishes need to get done, you know, so you so you see different uh, qualities. Okay, and so you and Esty met naturally. But yes. I'm sure you've seen a bunch of your friends, maybe more so your your high school friends than your later on friends um, date using the traditional setup system. And yes. I'm wondering, so you never experienced that, but I'm wondering kind of your your thoughts on it and your thoughts on maybe just Modate in general. Yeah, so <clears throat> I I do believe in meeting people in, in the natural way, like if if you're if you are dating. I just feel like that's the best fitting, uh, you know, for a person to meet someone. And that's what me and SD did. We, we met at a club called Vinyl uh, pre-COVID, obviously. Um, but then once COVID hit, you know, people weren't able to meet naturally, you know, for a good like six to eight months, you know, people were just afraid to, to go out and, you know, go to these parties, get togethers, chills, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I'm sure and, some were afraid for longer also, but yeah, sure. We can yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. People are still afraid now to, to, to go out. Yeah. But I can't help it. And then, you know, I realized I'm like, well, actually, you know, if you can't meet people in a natural way, you know, there are a lot of these dating apps, you know, such as Hinge and, you know, they can go on and you can, you can meet your, uh, your certain individual, you know, whoever that might be. And then when Evan 
when you created um, Modate, I actually thought it was a great idea, you know, because, you know, a lot of people don't understand, you know, who they want to be set up with and why, you know, and I feel like you get a good uh, journalization of the people who come to you and your uh, connectors. Yes, sir. So, of course, if you can meet naturally, that's probably ideal, but there's no way to force that. So if you're really looking to find someone because you have this feeling that you're ready for marriage like Josh did, then getting set up is obviously a good system. And so you and Esty decided about a year ago to get a dog. Yes, and about a year, a year and a half ago. Oh, a year and a half ago. And so what went into that decision and how do you think what do you think people should do you think people should get dogs like do you regret that decision at all what, tell us the story of of my little blackjack so uh we were only married for about two months and my wife never had a dog growing up i had a dog growing up he passed away actually two weeks after that uh i got my new dog milo was this a was this a surprise when Bailey passed away. No, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, he he was uh he was sick towards the end. But he was I'm 17 and a half. He he lived a very good life. Yes. Don't make me get emotional now. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, I always had a dog since I was six years old. You know, he was pretty much my uh my best friend. He was there for all my milestones really in my life. And Esty never had a dog. Um, her mom's actually af- afraid of dogs. So she was never allowed to get one. And she always told me that she wanted a dog. But I said, wait, wait, wait. You know, my family told her to wait also. Everyone around us told her to wait. But she really wanted one. And, you know, we came to a compromise. We'll get the dog. And we love him. You know, it could be, uh, it could be tough at times. You know, it's like raising uh, a child after being, you know, two months of being married, which is, you know, not that ideal situation <laughs> at all. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of work and a lot of responsibility, responsibility that people don't understand on uh, how to care for a dog. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it, feeding, walking, you know, making sure everything's good, cleaning around the apartment, you know, especially like when you live in the apartment in the city or really just any apartment, it, it's tough because, you know, you don't have like a backyard to go to that he, you know, that the dog could, you know, roam around free. And, you know, we tried taking the Central Park, like seeing the other puppies. So it's good. But, um, you know, I think your question was, do I recommend getting a dog? I would only recommend it if you feel enough that you're responsible to take care of another, you know, I want to say human being, but, you know, dog. Do you feel like you're more prepared to have a kid now that you have raised a dog? Oh, 100%. 100%. You definitely feel that responsibility just running through you. And, you know, just, it, it, it's really, it's always caring or, you know, just knowing what the dog is going to do next. And just preparing yourself, you know, just to be ready. Got it. So another question just on that topic. So a lot of society 
especially Western society, is kind of about accomplishing something and going on to what's next, right? You finish high school, they want to know what college you're going to. You finish college, want to know like what graduate school or job you're getting. And even though everyone knew what job you would have the whole time. So for a lot of other people, though, it's kind of not like that, you know. And so also with getting married, like you're dating for a long time. People are like, oh, when are you getting married? Before you are dating someone, they're like, oh, when are you going to start dating someone? Right. And so now you've been married for a year and a half. Are people starting to come to you and be like, when are you going to have kids? Yes, they are. They are. Is that tough for you? It's not tough for me. It's just another question, you know, you know, just to really deflect, you know, we, uh, I came to realize like, like it's tough to say, you know, to someone like, when are you having kids? Because you never know if, you know, if those people are trying and, you know, then it's like tough on them to, to say, you know, but, um, there's always another question to be asked once something is already completed, they move on to the next. Now it's um it's a it, it it is a tough situation to to be in at times. It's also an awkward question. Like why <laughs> like why do you care? <laughs> Official stance of the Mopod is to not ask such questions. I, I would say that when people are dating seriously, you shouldn't ask them unless you're super close with them, when are you getting engaged? I would say that once people are married, you shouldn't ask them, when are you having kids? Because it's really, unless like it is some of your business, like they are extremely close to you or it's something that you speak about on a regular basis, it's it's none of your business. And like, there could be reasons why things aren't happening that you don't know. And right. so definitely something that we do not recommend asking. And so now that you are married, do you feel like, while that question is annoying, it's kind of like you have a partner in the question. So it, it becomes a little less annoying. Do you feel like some things that there was pressure on you beforehand have kind of been eased? What do you mean by that? I mean, when someone asks you when you were dating, seriously, maybe they asked, when are you getting engaged? Right. And at the time, like you're probably thinking about it or whatever it is. And, or you might just answer them straight out if it's close enough to the date, but it's a question that is like being asked just to you about your relationship with someone else. But when people ask you, when are you having kids or when are you moving or getting a house or something? I don't know. You're probably not getting those yet, but, but that's like a question asked to both of you. So do you find that it's more difficult to answer on behalf of SD or do you find that it's easier? No, I, I mean, I would definitely say it's like more of the same, you know, we, we both think the same in this situation where, where we just always re- re- respond, you know, easily, you know, like when it happens, it happens. Okay. And what piece of advice would you give to someone who just got married? Who just got married? Who got married within the last couple months. I would probably say don't get a dog. <laughs> well, only if you're up for the responsibility. I'll probably say live your life, you know, with with your partner, whoever that is. And just really enjoy it because once you have kids, 
you know, it becomes, uh, becomes a, it becomes a little bit more difficult. You know, you, you never know, you know, if you could just hang out with, you know, whoever it is on a random weeknight or a, a Saturday night or even go on a long vacation. You always have to think like, oh, I need to get a sitter. I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, even with a dog now, you know, if we want to go away for Shabbos, uh, we have to send him away, you know, because it's, it's, it's not easy. And we always have to plan around it. A friend of ours is quoted saying, once you have kids, your life's over. I don't think we should go that far. I think it's a, I think it's I mean, a new chapter, but, but. It's, de- it's definitely a new chapter, but it's not that I don't necessarily agree with it. It just depends how, how well you handle the situation itself. You know, you could still be yourself with kids. You just have to be more like be, be willing to, to do stuff while you have kids, you know, just be the same person, you know, don't, don't change, you know, obviously there are going to be time restrictions, but just try to feed, you know, into, you know, staying with, uh, with your friends and keeping you sane, you know? So now we're going to move on to the, everyone's favorite segment, the Mopod lightning round. Oh, I love this one. I'm just going to fire off some quick questions. Do you think, do you say the first thing that comes to your mind? You ready? Are you, are you ready? Which diamond in Miami Beach is better? Green. Fruit Loops or Frosted Flakes? Frosted Flakes. How many hats do you own? Oh, too many. Like 40. What is your favorite even number? 14. Okay. How many unread emails do you have? Zero. What's your favorite Jewish holiday? Pesach. If you had a time machine, where would you go? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, I'll probably say, ooh, I don't know. I know that, that this is a lightning round, but I'm really not sure. Okay. What's scarier, sharks or grizzly bears? Sharks. Thank you, Josh Markowitz, for coming on the Mopod. Anything else you want our listeners to know before we sign off? Yeah, just uh, stay true to yourself, you know, and uh, just live life with uh with your partner and uh mo date is a great way to start there all right shout out to michael pollock Love you. Love you.